What is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show. Friday, August 27th. Folks, we are one day away from the 2021 college football season. I can't say it enough. We are literally one day away. The wait is over. The excitement is in the air. All the teams are starting fresh with 0-0 records. All 130 Division I programs have the same dreams and aspirations. To have that confetti raining down on them on January 7th and be called National Champions. I'm your host, Mitch Davis, founder of the MitchDavisShow.com. You can follow me on Twitter at MitchDavis underscore 8, Instagram at the Mitch Davis Show, and be sure you check out the website at TheMitchDavisShow.com. On today's podcast, we're going to be talking to wide receivers coach and assistant coach David Glidden from the University of Memphis. We're going to be talking about all things Memphis Tiger football. I'm excited. I mean, this Memphis football program has risen to new heights that as a local Memphian, I never thought possible. I never thought I'd see the day where Memphis football is competing for conference championships in the contention for New Year's Six Bowls. And even a couple of years ago in the talks of playing in the college football playoffs, college game day came to Memphis two years ago in the SMU game on November 6th. Big things are coming for Ryan Serlfield and the Memphis Tigers program. Last year they won the Montgomery Bowl. Tigers last season go 8-3, 5-3 in the American Athletic. Montgomery Bowl win over Florida Atlantic. They beat UCF, beat Arkansas State, beat USF, Navy, Houston. It was just an all-around good year for Ryan Silverfield and the Memphis Tigers. Before I get into this interview with Coach Glidden, you can follow me on Twitter, MitchDavis underscore 8. Instagram at the Mitch Davis Show. Check out the website, themitchdavisshow.com. And at this time, I would like to welcome Coach Glidden to the Mitch Davis Show podcast. I am joined now by wide receivers coach and assistant coach for the Memphis Tigers, David Glidden. Coach, how are you doing today? Doing very well, man. I appreciate you having me on. Oh, it's an it's an honor. How's how's the fall camp? How the fall camp go? How's practice going? It's pretty much almost game week by now. It is. It is just over a week away, and um, you know, fall camp wrapped up, and uh, guys are starting to get into a little bit of a normal routine. School starting and all that. So, um, you know, it was it was a good camp. It was. Uh, we were fortunate to not have the hottest weather, so that was always good, and it makes the guys happy. Um, but. You know, it's it's good to get that thing wrapped up and start getting into some normal game prep. Coach, who were some of the guys that really stood out to you, not only in your wide receiver core, but on the offensive side? Who are some of the guys that Tiger fans can get excited about about this season? Well, we got a we got a, a really good core of guys that came back. Um, and if you're talking specifically on offense, you know, there's uh, what a lot of people don't necessarily, I think, realize when they look at this team is you got to give credit to the big boys that are up front for one. Because uh, there's some really, really good players up there that have came back and um, some guys that may not have got a ton of snaps last year, but uh, we think are going to be some big improvements at some spots. So uh, we're excited about what we have on the interior for sure. Some of those guys, obviously, like Dylan Parham's one everybody knows about, but then you get, bring guys like Matt Dale and, and Isaac Ellis back and um, Jacob Likes has had a, has a good camp. And so um, excited about some of them big boys and then out wide, you know, you, everybody knows the the Calvin Austins and Sean Dykes of the world, but 
there's some other guys that have stepped up. You know, Javon Ivory stepped up big last year and some time. They battled through some injuries. So, um, you know, he had, a, he had a pretty solid camp. And uh, there, there's a few other names in there, you know, that, that sparked last year that only improved because of the work they put in the, in the offseason. So, you know, the Kylan Watkins of the world, um, Asa Martins, and uh, Brandon Thomas is a guy that hasn't necessarily uh, had a lot of snaps, but, you know, he has his flashes for sure. So, there, there's a you know there's a good core of guys that are that are have stand that stood out and you know, made a lot of plays that we're really excited about around here. Coach, when you think of Memphis football, a lot of people say wide receiver you. Obviously, Antonio Gibson, Demonte Coxey, Anthony Miller come to mind. But this year, a lot of people are excited about Calvin Austin and Sean Dykes in particular. Coach, talk about their development this off season and what can Tiger fans look forward to this season? Yeah, those guys. Uh... They busted their tail, to say the least. You know, a leadership role is something that both of them took into their own hands. And, it, you know, both of those guys for their positions are, are undersized, which um, I think is awesome because that, that creates a, an, an added chip on their shoulder. So uh, those guys busted their tail. Man, they put in, in the work. They, they've been relatively healthy. And so you got to be uh, you got to be happy about that going into the year. And then, you know, the expectations are, you know, <laughs> I guess you could say to the through the roof, to the ceiling. I don't know. I know they both have high expectations for themselves. and We as a coaching staff have high expectations for them. And, uh, the best thing about them both, though, is the, the leadership they both carried throughout the offseason into the start of this season. And, uh, you know, hopefully we keep that going and only grows as the season starts, starts to get moving along. Obviously, replacing Brady White is probably the biggest off-season question mark around your team. How has Grant Gunnell and also Peter Parrish performed in these off-season workouts? And how do you replace a legend like Brady White? Hmm. Uh, you don't replace him, that's for sure. Um, you hope somebody else just comes in and, and is himself and can learn from what some of the groundwork is that, that he laid. You know, uh, Dawson Brady White was... I was fortunate enough to be here uh, all the years that he was here. We came in at the same time, actually, together. So I got to kind of see things and how they developed with him. But, you know, the quarterback battle is, is – uh, that, that was something in, in my young coaching career that I haven't had a, uh, a lot of experience with, and uh, I haven't really got to see a lot of it. So for me, that was kind of fun, just seeing that position that everyone looks at from the outside. I go to battle every day, seeing those guys compete. So – um, all those guys got after it, you know, between um, Grant and Pete and Seth and Keelan. They were all, they were all, um, you know, doing their thing. I guess you could, you could say in a sense, because they were all go out there and competing, and uh, they all bring their own little added taste to the game and what they bring to the team and to the offense. So it's been, um, it's been, it's been really fun seeing those guys go out and battle. And like I said, my first time really seeing a true QB battle in, in what's, in, you know, my young coaching career. Coach, when you look at the defensive side of things for the Tigers this season, obviously I want to ask you about how does it improve your offensive side of things, wide receiver-wise, to have such a talented all-around defense like this Memphis football defense? And what what can fans really expect out of the improved Tiger defense heading into the 2021 season? Yeah, I'd say you should have high expectations for this defense because – it's it's a it's a veteran group for sure. A lot of guys are back, and I I, I mean I don't know. I since I've been here, I'd say this is probably the oldest overall group we've had. And, um, 
obviously an experienced group comes along with that, but but the talent on that side of the ball is as good as I've ever seen since I've been here. So um, a lot of people kind of put the you know the Memphis Tiger football program in a uh, you know in a bubble of just knowing the high flying offense and all that. But uh, I think you got some you got a chance for this defense to be really, really special. And I know Coach McIntyre and those guys on the defensive side of the ball have done a great, great job of getting these guys ready to play and, um, you know, utilizing the, the experience and the veterans to their to their advantage over there. And um, they've, they've given us some, some tough times uh, so far since all the way back, going all the way back to the spring and now through fall camp and all that stuff. So there's been a, a lot of competition back and forth, but I'm excited to see what our defense does. A few more questions I have for you, Coach. Seven days away from kickoff against Nichols State. What do you guys see on film from Nichols? Obviously, they come into the season top 25 in the FCS rankings there. What do you see from a scheme and a football standpoint out of Nichols State? They're a talented group. They got they got some um, some guys on their on their team that can really play football. So a lot of people, uh, when you see those that level of school come play a. Uh, uh, know higher level FBS school people just automatically assume it should be uh, in a sense a cakewalk or one of those things but it's not the case at all uh, you got teams teams at that level that have some really really good football players and specifically for Nichols you know they got division one transfers guys that were at big time football programs uh, that uh, for whatever reason it didn't pan out and now they're they're there playing and uh, you see some really really good guys on tape so uh, schematically, they're going to do some things that really create some challenges for us. The way they they utilize their personnel, some of those guys that I mentioned, some of the transfer guys and things like that, that are, um, you know, it's it's a credit to them, their coaching staff, and how they use their guys. And uh, it's it's going to be a really good challenge in game one for our guys to come out and execute. Um, and what's going to be, you know, a plan that obviously we've had. You get a little more time to work on, but you never know what kind of wrinkles teams are going to throw at you in week one. So. Uh, you got to be ready to adjust on the fly, and, and those, you know, the in-game adjustments are something that that you got to be spot on and ready for in game one, particularly. Coach, I got to ask you about the recruiting standpoint of Memphis Tiger football because obviously the brand has grown over the last ten to fifteen years. The groundwork was laid by Coach Tommy West, Mike Norvell, Justin Fuente, and now Coach Silverfield. What is that recruiting pitch like when you go sit in those living rooms? Why Memphis, and what do you tell those players? Well, you got to – recruiting is a crazy world, but first thing you got to know is what's the kid looking for. <laughs> so if, if the kid's looking for, um, you know, a big-time program that's going to go out uh, year in, year out, compete to win championships, then, then we have that. And it's been proven over the last however many years now. So, And if the, the kid is a kid that is only worried about going to the NFL, well, we have that. If the kid wants to come here and, and – uh, receive his degree and set himself up with a really good job after football well you're in a you're in a city that just happens to be a, a place with uh, all sorts of fortune fortune 500 companies so the internships here at the university of memphis that get that uh, that are in line for students and particularly student athletes just because of the network and connections that you can make are a uh, you know it's really one of a kind with just the big companies that are here of the FedExes and the Nikes and the AutoZone and all those type of things. So it, it all comes down in recruiting, getting to know the people. It's all about relationships. But I would say, in a sense, we got it all. Man, we're competing for championships for guys that like to win and get rings. We're, we're putting guys in the league every year. Guys are getting drafted out of here every single year. And uh, for the guys that, that simply want to come and 
play a little football, get their degree, and set themselves up for life after football. There's no better place to do it. Coach, how do you guys feed off of the other programs? Obviously, basketball has had a, a great offseason. The future is very bright for Penny Hardaway. How do you guys feed off of each other and build that brand, not only for the football brand, but the University of Memphis? Yeah, man, it's all about support. Uh, you got you got coworkers all within the University of Memphis. So, um, you know, Penny's been a great supporter of us. He comes to a lot of our, our uh, football games and, and a lot of events we have. He's a phenomenal guy. You know, the couple chances I've had, I've had to just run into him and get a chance to meet him is, is awesome. So when we see when when I say we as coaches see him and bringing his assistance and those type of people around is, is a really cool deal uh, and obviously shows the support, but particularly our players when they see that because uh, our players definitely know the momentum that's being gained with, with the program that Penny's building. And when, when our guys go support them and they come and support us, it's, it's one of those things that uh, the brand of Memphis only gets stronger from there. And so when, when you find ways to go inside together and support each other, then uh, you really can only go up, in my opinion. The positivity is something in this world that we all need a lot of, particularly in college sports right now with a lot of craziness going on um, with all sorts of different things. But when you got people in the same university but are in different athletic departments that know how to support each other um, and that want to genuinely support each other just for the betterment of the programs in the university, then you got a chance to do something special, and then the brand of, of the University of Memphis is only going to grow from there. Coach, last question I have for you, and obviously you've been at Memphis for several years now. What does the university and the city mean to you as a football coach? Man, well, man, that's, that's a lot. I, I tell people, when people ask me how, how I like the, the city of Memphis, um, and what I, what I tell them every single time is that here it's all about the people. Uh, when I first got here, I had really never been to Memphis other than driving through. Uh, and now being here for you know four years or whatever it's been, uh, the people here is just something you really can't get over. The southern hospitality is very true. It's very real. Um, you know, it's it's extremely authentic in the sense that no matter where you go or, or where you're at, multiple parts of the city, uh, you're gonna feel the love and you see and you get to actually witness the love uh, of just people in general helping one another out being there for each other, spreading the love, spreading the joy. So this this place is special. It really is. And I really had no idea about it until I got out here and got to see it firsthand. So um, this, uh, I was kind of, I was born and raised in Oklahoma my entire life, really until I got out here. I hadn't been too many other places uh, besides a couple of quick stints at, at some other spots. But now that I've, I've, I've been established here, um, you know, this is a place that I truly call home now. And uh, hopefully it's home for a lot, lot longer in the future. Uh, I love this place. I love the people around here. And, you know, anytime you get good people and even probably, I guess you could almost even say better food, then that's a pretty, that's a pretty good combo to me. Coach, I'm going to put you on the spot real quick. Favorite barbecue place in the city of Memphis? Favorite barbecue place? Ah, oh, well, I'm going to go with a place that's not necessarily just barbecue, but this is my favorite place in general. Uh, but they do have really, really good barbecue. It's Elwood Shack. Okay. That's a that's a pretty fair choice right there. Elwood Shack, man, you can't be. I mean, the wings, the ribs, all that stuff is phenomenal. Uh, but they got a little bit of everything. So if you don't want just barbecue, you can go there and that fish taco there is something special. Now. He is Coach David Glidden. Coach, thanks for coming on the Mitch Davis Show. I look forward to seeing you next Saturday at the Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium as the Tigers take on Nickel State. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, Mitch.
You have been listening to the Mitch Davis Show. I've been your host, Mitch Davis, founder of the Mitch Davis Show.com. Follow me on Twitter, Mitch Davis underscore eight, and on Instagram at the Mitch Davis Show as well. A very, very special thank you to Coach David Glidden for coming on the podcast today to talk all things Memphis football. Folks, football is in the air. We're less than one day away from kicking off the 2021 college football season. And here at the Mitch Davis Show, we're going to have you covered extensively all across the Southeast, whether you're an American Athletic fan, an SEC fan, Conference USA, Sunbelt, and ACC. We're going to have wall-to-wall coverage from every game on the market at themitchdavisshow.com. Thank you for tuning in to the Mitch Davis Show, and be sure you head on over to the website, themitchdavisshow.com.